Hey guys, it's Becca, and in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about Game of Thrones and my thoughts about everything, because I'm going to be honest with you, I've been thinking about Game of Thrones recently because I wore my House Stark shirt yesterday, and I've just been thinking about it, and I kind of want to talk about it because I didn't know what to talk about for this week's podcast, and I'm late. Usually, I upload on, like, Wednesday or Thursdays, but it's, like, Friday night and I haven't uploaded anything yet because I've been so busy with like school stuff and like just been stressing out about that but I've given myself a break so that I can rant about Game of Thrones and the ending and everything all of it so you guys get to listen to that if you're not a Game of Thrones fan um I don't understand why you're listening to this specific episode because you won't understand a thing that I'm talking about so game of thrones the finale it ruined my life it damaged my soul it hurt me physically mentally and spiritually like there's there's no words that can fully describe the finale of game of thrones and i'm so sorry my cat is being bad so if you hear anything in the background it's her and i apologize for that but anyways so, Game of Thrones. Ugh, I just... Ugh. Okay. The first thing I want to touch base on is Jamie Lannister, Brienne of Tarth, and Cersei Lannister. I'm sure if you've seen the finale of Game of Thrones, you know where I'm going with this. I am a huge Jamie and Brienne shipper. I put so much of my heart and soul into that ship even though I had joined the Game of Thrones fandom very late during season eight when season eight was putting new episodes when I started watching Game of Thrones because my mom was binging all the episodes and I was watching some of them with her and I was like oh wow this is actually good I'm gonna watch it and I did and I fell in love with it so I was like oh I better catch up quick so I can watch like the last few episodes of season eight live and I did and I regret it um but I put so much energy into this ship in just a, f- in a short amount of time, and it was very overwhelming. Seeing them get together, they literally got together, and then Jamie goes, eh, bye. And see me, I was trying to come up with theories as to why Jamie did what he did, but I just think the writers didn't care. Now that I think back, now that it's been like a year since Game of Thrones ended or I think a year, right? It ended in 2019. Did it? Or did it end in 2008? I don't... Honestly, I don't even know anymore. I don't know. It feels like it was so long ago. I just think the writers at this point didn't care. And personally, I believe that his relationship with Cersei was completely toxic. And putting them back together in the end was just like... Ah, I was like, oh, it's dumb. Like, ah, it's dumb. I don't really know. And honestly, bricks, bricks. Jamie Lannister and Cersei Lannister died from bricks. Uh, like, is Cersei was such a great antagonist throughout the entire series, and she gets killed by bricks. She doesn't get this, like, I don't know. I just felt some Cersei fans were okay with her death. I personally was not, and I thought it was just not good. I felt like her getting killed by bricks crying I don't know it just like I don't know I just wasn't vibing with it and Jamie I did 
I knew Cersei was gonna die just because of how the story was going, but Jamie, I was, like, rooting for him. Because well, Cersei is- sorry, let me just clarify. Cersei is my favorite character in Game of Thrones, but I knew she was gonna die just because- do the antagonists ever make it? I mean, sometimes they do, but in general, people like to see the bad guys die. But Jamie, like, I really saw his character development, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, he's gonna make it to the end, and then he didn't, and I sobbed, and I listened to- um, what song did I listen to? Um... If I lay here, that song. Oh my god. Chasing Cars. I listened to Chasing Cars and looked at Jamie Lannister's picture sobbing. Um, but yeah, that was absolutely terrible. And he left poor Brienne in the cold. She was crying. My girl. Let me tell you something. Like, with Brienne's ending, I am so glad that she made it out alive. Like, good for her. Love you, girlfriend. You're amazing. I love you. 10 out of 10. But she has to deal with all of those stupid men for the rest of her life and I just I feel so bad for her like I know like Kingsguard is something that she's wanted but it just makes me sad because she's such an intelligent being and not all the men around her are also intelligent beings <laughs> but Anyways, um, Cersei. I want to talk about Cersei specifically because she's the love of my life. Yeah, I said that. She's the love of my life. Um, Cersei Lannister is my favorite character on Game of Thrones, as I have mentioned. And people get shocked when I say that because she's terrible. Or they say, she's such a bitch. Oh my gosh. But... I like her. I think Lena Headey did such a good job portraying this character and making me personally want to see her succeed. Like, I wanted Cersei to succeed. I, like, absolutely love House Lannister, first of all. And second of all, Cersei, obviously, said this, like, 15 times in this podcast episode, my favorite character. Like, obviously, I wanted her to succeed, even though the majority of the Game of Thrones fandom did not. And... Partially, I think that's due to Lena Headey's amazing talent in her portrayal. Like, that woman is an amazing actress, and I still blows my mind that she didn't get an Emmy, but that's, that could be a whole separate podcast episode in itself. But, yeah, I love Cersei, and I am not afraid to say it. Yes, I am attracted to her. <laughs> If you didn't know, I am gay. I said that in my very first podcast episode. I am attracted to Cersei, but that's not why she's my favorite character. I just, I don't know. I, I think she's a strong woman. And I think that she grew up, the way she grew up, she was taught certain values and certain misogynist, certain misogynistic values. And that's why she is the way she is. That's why she hates women so much I think and I don't know just seeing her story and her development it just I don't like Lena Headey is just magnificent I could just I this is just a bunch of rambling at this point but if you're still listening thank you so much and I hope you're 
getting something out of this episode. I know I'm just rambling about Cersei Lannister, but I promise you I will talk about something else. And we're going to talk about Miss Sansa Stark. Now, Sansa Stark, people doubted her, and she came out being queen in the North, and we love to see it. I'm going to be honest with you. When I first started watching Game of Thrones, I didn't like Sansa. And I think it's just due to the fact that they... Not they. I mean, it's also in the book, too. I read part of the first book. She she was just different from Arya. Like, she was how a stereotypical girl would be. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, the way that sometimes she acted annoyed me. But now, looking back, I understand why she acted the way that she did. And Sansa went through some really tough crap. Like, she dealt with death abusers everything she dealt with she dealt with it all and yet here she is being queen in the north and she's a really good ruler and she proved it so many times that she's even better than Jon Snow everyone's like Jon Snow king of the north sorry Sansa's better period and to anyone who thought that Jon Snow was gonna end up on the iron throne I'm sorry but like he didn't one he didn't want it that's the biggest joke in the fandom he did not want it to... I don't think he was that great of a leader. He didn't have Rob Stark spunk. He didn't... Like... I don't know. He... I don't know. He's not Rob. He's not Sansa. He's just hanging out with the wildlings and... That's it. <laughs> that's what he's... That's, honestly, that's what he's good at. I think he likes that freedom. I don't think he likes being in charge or being set to a certain standard or certain rules. I think he really likes that freedom. And I don't know why people expected him to be on the Iron Throne. I don't understand it. I personally thought he would have been a terrible king of the Seven Kingdoms. Like, no way, Jose. I mean, would he be better than Joffrey? Obviously, Joffrey was terrible. But I don't think he would have been a good um, king, period. I don't know. He's he's not Rob Stark. Rest in peace, Rob. Um, what else? Daenerys. Okay, I'm gonna talk about her. I, there's a lot I could say about her, but I'm gonna start off with when I first started watching Game of Thrones, she was my favorite. 100%. She was my favorite character. I was in love with her story, and I was inspired by her. I was rooting for her, and then I feel like personally... The writers kind of just did the whole mad Danny thing way too fast. It didn't feel right. And they made so many people not like her anymore. Like, my mom, she's been a Game of Thrones fan since day one. And she said that, like, in season eight, she did not like Danny at all because of how they wrote her. And I know some people are going to say, well, we saw this coming. Like, sure, you may have seen it coming. But I felt like it was way too rushed and it just didn't feel right. And I didn't like it. <laughs> like, I don't know, like a character I used to like and then they wrote her so weirdly that I didn't like her anymore. I don't know. I just feel like they didn't do her character enough justice. Like, I, I don't know. I just didn't like the way they wrote her character in the final season. Like, I don't know. 
like why like i just why did she have have to fall into the footsteps of her family like why like that didn't have to happen she could have been different but no they had to do the same same old thing targaryen going mad targaryen wanting all the power and i like i just like the scenes with danny in after she got the iron throne well she didn't sit on it but like you know what i mean it was just so cringy when she was talking to to the dothraki and like it just i didn't like it it felt weird like amelia her acting was absolutely magnificent despite like what she got what she was given by the writers she did a great job portraying it she did the best she could with what she had and i honestly i applaud all the actors in season eight because the writing really started going downhill and almost every single fan has said the same thing but i applaud those actors and actresses for pushing through it and giving outstanding performances which deserved emmys and they didn't get any which was annoying but that ugh, i again that's a whole nother podcast episode in itself but i think oh one more thing before i go one more thing that really aggravates me bran bran got the iron throne i just don't like i don't know what was going through Tyrion's mind Tyrion, you were the last lannister alive And that's who you choose to be on the Iron Throne. No, honey. Like, I'm sorry, but I feel like Bran tricked everyone because he secretly wanted the Iron Throne. There's a lot of theories out there. Go look them up. I believe them. I don't trust Bran for a second. It makes me so mad that Bran got the Iron Throne. Like, I mean, I know there wasn't a lot of, like, people who wanted it. that were left but i just don't i feel like bran really bran like of all people i just i wasn't vibing with it wasn't feeling it and i'm really sorry about that clock wow i'm not gonna edit this out because i'm lazy so you're just gonna have to hear this and hear me try to talk over it but it's not gonna work and i deeply apologize for that but i think i'm gonna stop it here because it's been going for almost 15 minutes If you're still listening, thank you so much for listening to this. I hope your quarantine is going well. Stay safe and wash your hands. Uh, Oh, I was... The outro is so good, too, and I totally messed it up. (laughs) Bye, guys.